The Bible says that we are in the world, but we are not of the world. As we make our way to our real home, which is heaven, there are three things that we need to keep our eyes on. Hi, welcome to For the Bride of the Lamb podcast with Princess Vivian. Before we go ahead, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for another day. Thank you for your great love for us. Father, we ask you to be with us. Open our hearts, our minds, our understanding, and teach us your word. May your word come into our hearts, germinate, take root, and bear fruit. Fruit that will last and bring glory to your name. Give us your grace to be doers of your word as well. We ask you of these in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Our topic today is the world, the flesh, and the enemy, who is Satan. The world, when used in the Bible, means the systems of the world or how things are run here. The world as we know it right now is falling. It's in a falling state. It's no longer in the state God originally made it. 2 Corinthians 4.4 says, Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. So Satan is the God of this world. When Adam and Eve fell, they gave their authority over the earth to Satan who now influences everything in this world. Thank God believers have authority over him. So the world is falling. And because Adam and Eve have given their authority that God gave them to Satan when they bowed to him by obeying him instead of obeying the Lord. So Satan took that authority from them and now is causing havoc in the world. The Bible warns us against the world. The world is constantly defining how people should look, what to wear, what is right and what is wrong. The world calls evil good and good evil. This is not surprising because Satan is the god of this world. He constantly drops thoughts in the minds of those who do not believe in Christ and they run with it to fulfill his desire for him. You know, Satan is a spirit. He has no body and soul, has no right to function in this world. He has to get people to yield to him in order to achieve his goal. And as you can see, he is too successful in doing that and blaming it on God. 
We believers in Christ are not to be dominated and led by the world. On the contrary, we are to be led by the Spirit of God. As the Bible says that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the children of God. 1 John 2.16 says, For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, and the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not from the Father, but is from the world. The world is constantly changing, things are coming up, things are going, things in vogue, things that, have, that are not in vogue anymore. They are constantly trying to sell us stuff. In the world, there is a lot of comparison, how much you know, the accolades you have accumulated and all that. The Bible says that all those things are from the world. The pride of life, what I have, what I have achieved, the kind of car I ride and all that. The desires of the flesh, wants this, wants that, and people constantly feed their, their flesh instead of their spirits. They constantly feed their flesh with nothing but junk, things that can never satisfy. All those desires, the Bible says, are from the world. They are not from the Father. And if you constantly feed yourself that, no wonder you're not growing spiritually. No wonder you don't have inner strength to tackle any little thing that comes to you. Because our strength comes from the Word of God. The Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. The Lord is our strength. But we need to feed our spirit. It's not about how, how many hours you spend in the gym every day. That can help you physically. But when something comes up spiritually, any attack from the enemy, how are you going to fight? You cannot even see this enemy of yours. So, the world, the system that we are in, how things are run down here on earth is, the, is called the world. And it's constantly changing because the enemy is constantly making things worse and worse. Mark 4.19 says, But the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desire of other things, come in and choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. Talking about how the world, things that go on in the world, can choke the word of God that you have heard. If you're not careful, if you're not guarding what you hear, deceitfulness of wealth. People pursue money as if that's we are going to build a staircase to heaven with that. The desire of other things, worries of life. People carry all these things around forgetting that we are going somewhere. Romans 12, 2 wonders. It says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Do not be conformed to this world, 
The world wants you to be conformed to them. Your peers, they laugh at you because you, you are a Christian, because you don't go to the bar, you don't go to different places with them, you don't do a lot of things with them. They laugh at you. They make mockery of you just to get you to join them. Not to talk of saying that you're a virgin or they will mock you just to get you to, you know, join their crowd. Do not listen to them. The Bible is telling us here, do not be conformed to this world. If you switch on your television, everything you see is beckoning on you to be like them. But you are the light of the world, Jesus calls us. We are set aside for God's use. We are not to be conformed to this world. But you have to be intentional about it. You watch what you watch. You watch what you hear. You watch who you go with and all that. But it says, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. How do you get transformed? By renewing your mind with the word of God. You know, when we got born again, it was our spirit that got born again. Our minds need to be renewed with the word of God so that it can line up with the spirit that got born again. And when we renew our mind, we will be able to know the will of God because the word of God is the will of God. And the word of God is what we renew our minds with. Ephesians 2.2 you used to live in sin, just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. So it's telling us how we used to live like the people of the world, but thank God we got born again. Jesus sought us and found us and saved us. Hallelujah. The whole world is running towards what the enemy is pushing them to run towards. But we who are Christians, believers in Christ, have been set free to live for God. That's why we have to be vigilant, to keep an eye on the world and make sure that the world does not mold us into its shape. Do not forget that if you stop swimming, you will be, you know, carried along by the current. Christians sweep upward against the current. That's the life of a Christian in this world. You have to make conscious effort not to be carried along by the world. Philippians 3.20 But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it, we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. We are here in the world, but we are going somewhere. So do not forget that. Do not allow the world to sweep you along with themselves. Do not allow the world to deceive you. If you stand still, the current will carry you along. Do not stand still. Remember who you are where you're going and remember why you are here 
you are here for a while, you're going somewhere, you are here as an alien, somebody that is here to like trade. Do your transaction wisely with the help of the Holy Spirit and move on. Don't get entangled with the world. 1 Corinthians 6, 9-11 Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor the drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers, will inherit the kingdom of God. And that is what some of you were. But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. In the world, you see all these things that it mentioned. Do not be carried away by all those things. Do not call evil good and good evil because that's the end thing right now in the world. It says that some of us, we are like that, which is true. But Jesus saved us and washed us, sanctified us and justified us. Therefore, do not go back and get messed up like a pig that was washed and he went back into the mire and was just wallowing there. If you stop making conscious effort to continue to live a Christian life, you will go back. Before you know it, you will think it's too late to get out. Because naturally, our inclination is to go the wrong way. You have to constantly be thinking about where you're going and why you're doing what you're doing. If not, you will just miss the road. Then, the flesh. The flesh is another thing that we are supposed to keep an eye on. If you do not discipline your flesh, it will drag you to the mud. The flesh is the same principle in our lives. That part of us that wants to do the wrong thing. That part of us that is lazy to do the things of God but can sit in the sofa and eat 10 bags of chips while watching the TV. The flesh was not born again when you received Jesus. Your spirit was born again. We all have our flesh to battle with here until Jesus comes again to give us new bodies like his. As in Philippians 3.21, he says, Who by the power that enables him to subject all things to himself will transform our lowly bodies to be like his glorious body. So the flesh is not born again. Before the Lord comes to give us our new flesh, we have to battle our flesh. Paul struggled with his flesh in Romans 7. It will do you good to read it. Read the whole chapter. It's talking about the good he wanted to do, he could not do. But the evil he did not want to do, he ended up doing. He saw himself doing. This is the war that is going on in the life of every believer. But there is hope in Christ. Do not lose hope. 
In verses 24 and 25 of that Romans 7, Paul says, What a wretched man I am! Who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. So there is hope in Christ. Don't lose hope and know that you are not alone. The Bible says that your brothers throughout the whole world are going through the same thing. The same Satan tempts them. They have the same flesh as you do. So do not listen to the enemy when he comes to tell you that you are the only one going through this or your problem is peculiar or look at what you are doing. Nobody is doing that. You're supposed to be a Christian and this and that. Don't listen to him. That's what he says to everybody. So there is hope in Christ Jesus, our Lord. When the flesh begins to torment you, run to the Lord. And also you can talk to your flesh. 1 Peter 2.11 says, Beloved, I urge you as foreigners and exiles to abstain from the desires of the flesh which wage war against your soul. So the flesh and your spirit are opposite of each other. And what you feed grows. When your flesh demands something from you and you give it that thing, the next time it's going to demand more and more and more and there's no stop. So the earlier you know what you're battling, the better for you. You know how to discipline yourself and take care of that. The flesh is always antagonistic to your spirit. Your spirit wants to do what God wants it to do, but the flesh says no. And we naturally tend to go with the flesh. The flesh is very lazy. Do not allow it. Romans 8.13 For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. And the death is talking about is spiritual death. Because when you yield to your flesh constantly, your spirit is not getting nourished with the word of God and the things that God wants us to get. To be so weak, the voice of your spirit will be like a voice in, the, in a deep well. To be so faint, hey, you can't even hear what it's saying. But the, the flesh will be jumping up and down, you know, talking loud that you won't even hear what your spirit is telling you. The Bible says, if you live according to your flesh, you will die. It's not a natural death. It's the spiritual death where you go to hell. You don't want to live that way. Ephesians 2, 3. All of us also lived among them at one time, fulfilling the cravings of our flesh and indulging its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature children of wrath. But thank God Jesus has saved us. If you are not saved yet, you need to fast. I will just stop here quickly and give you an opportunity to receive Jesus into your life. Just say this short prayer after me. Heavenly Father, 
Thank you for the gift of your son Jesus Christ. Thank you for sending him to die in my place that I might have life. I believe that you sent him to die and you raised him up on the third day. Lord Jesus, I confess you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my life and lead me from today onwards. In Jesus' name, amen. If you say that short prayer, you are born again. No questions asked. You just need to start growing. How? By joining a Bible teaching church or a Bible study group or looking for a Bible teaching pastor online and join them. Be constant and feed your spirit. The Bible says that we should feed our spirit with the milk of the word of God. When you are born again, you are a babe in Christ. You need to be fed. Just like babies are fed milk and they grow, the same way you are fed the milk of the word of God. You start from the milk. There is the meat of the word of God. But you are going to start from the milk and you grow from there. Galatians 5, 16-17 But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh craves what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are opposed to each other, so that you do not do what you want. That was what I said earlier. They are opposite of each other. If you gratify your flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit, if you walk by the Spirit, allowing the Spirit of God to lead you and guide you, allowing the Word of God to be your standard in everything, and if you, if you walk by that, you will not gratify your flesh. You will be walking by the Spirit. Jesus says that the Word of God is Spirit and life. Romans 8 5 Those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. When you walk according to the flesh, the only thing you want is these worldly things, the newest thing, the newest car, the newest phone. You want to get the best clothes. You want to be you know better than this person that's the only thing that consumes you when anybody talks about going to church reading the word of god you feel like slapping the person your flesh will revolt then you are carnal you are flesh led you are gratifying the flesh your flesh is dominating your life but when you begin to say no to your flesh Gradually, it will die down and, your, and if you begin to feed your spirit, your spirit will rise up to dominate your flesh. 1 Corinthians 9.27 No, I discipline my body and make it my slave, so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified. Paul speaking, he fought the flesh. He, we read earlier how he struggled. 
just like any of us. But he said, thanks be to God for our Lord Jesus Christ. He said that he disciplines his flesh. He disciplined his body. You and I are supposed to discipline our body. We discipline our flesh by saying no to its cravings. Starve your flesh and feed your spirit. And what you feed grows. If your flesh says there is sale in Target, let's go back and say no. If your flesh says, oh, this is up, this is, let's go watch TV there. No. I'm going to use that time to feed my spirit by reading the word of God. If you say no, no, no to it for two days, it will start dying down little by little. For one week, you will notice a remarkable change. For one month, oh my goodness, it's going to keep quiet. You will barely notice that you have flesh. So discipline your flesh by saying no to it. Ask the Lord to guide you. The Spirit of God guided me to stop watching the TV, to stop listening to the news. You can ask Him to guide you on what you need to cut off in your life so that your spirit can grow. If you are serious with that, He will help you. Cut TV watching and feeding on worldly news. Those things will not do you any good. They will take you farther away from God. I'm talking from experience. After watching, you want to go pray. You don't want to pray. And the flesh will be like, oh no, I don't want to pray. I don't want to pray. To keep shouting and you'll be like, okay, tomorrow. You keep doing this, keep doing this. To the extent that you will not, one week, one month, you have not prayed. But you will go and sit down in front of the television for hours that's the flesh leading you satan being the god of this world influences the world systems he also sends out his emissaries the demons to torment people they bring you negative thoughts and feelings many act on these thoughts and feelings and fall into ditches you are not alone it happens to everybody on earth including the speaker. So nobody is immune to all these things. That's why I want to bring it out so that you know what's happening to you. It's either the world or the flesh or the enemy. These are what we are fighting against in this world. I mean Christians. For non-believers, they don't even know what's happening to them. If you tell them there is Satan, he's causing this, they don't believe it. Satan lies to people, he brings confusion and tries hard to make people reject Jesus. My friends, these are what we are fighting. If you know who your enemies are, you will be better equipped to fight. Your enemies are your flesh, the world you live in, the system. Do not trust the government. The enemy also influences people in the government because he wants to use them to affect the whole world. Because when a leader makes a wrong choice, it affects the whole nation. Do not use the leaders as your standard. Use the word of God as your standard. 
that abortion is legalized does not mean that God now signs abortion. Let's go do it. Abortion is still wrong. That same-sex marriage is approved does not mean that God approved it. Please let the word of God be your standard. Do not allow the world and the world system to de detect for you what is right and wrong. The word of God is our standard as believers in Christ. What are our solutions? Run to Jesus. If you don't know what to do, shout Jesus help. Yell and ask him for help. That you are confused. You want him to help you. Run to Jesus. Then receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit and begin to speak in tongues. You don't know what you're missing if you are not speaking in tongues already. Tongues is you building yourself up. Speaking out mysteries and speaking directly to God. Satan cannot understand what you are saying in tongues. You are talking to God direct. And it builds your, yourself up. It builds you up. And it fights the enemy for you. The Spirit of God gives you utterance. And it helps to fight the enemy. When you speak in tongues a lot. You will notice that all those negative thoughts and feelings will run away from you. Because those we are coming from the demons. That follow everybody around. And try to make their life miserable. Feed on the word of God rather than the words of men, like news or indulging in ungodly chatter. Feed your spirit with the word of God. You are in a battle. Everything that happens to you does not come, many of them do not come from you, they came from outside you. But a lot of people own these things up, all the thoughts from the enemy. They say, I'm the one thinking them. You are not. Wake up and know that you have enemies around you. I ask the Spirit of God to simplify my life and tell me what to be doing. And he says, pray in tongues and read the word. I have seen these two things are very powerful. Pray in tongues and read the word of God. Somebody may say, how long? You can start with praying for 15 minutes. Everybody is not the same. And let the Spirit of God guide you. I pray in tongues three hours every morning. Then going to work, coming back. At work, I pray in tongues for one hour while I walk. So everybody is not the same. You can start with 10 minutes and ask the Spirit to guide you. Because where we are spiritually is different. Everybody is not at the same place spiritually, but you can start from somewhere and let the Spirit guide you, ask Him to guide you. Revelation 11:12 says, They overcame Him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives so as to shy away from death. So, use the blood of Jesus. Cover yourself, your family, and everything and everyone that belongs to you with the blood of Jesus. Plead the blood of Jesus over your life. Then be ready to testify about what Jesus has done in your life to someone else. 
there is power in that that's one way to you know beat the enemy hands down because someone else is gonna see that and want exactly what god did for you so giving your testimony you don't need to know a bunch of bible verses to quote to anybody you just need to tell them what you are 100 sure that jesus did in your life to bring or to bring change in your life worshiping the lord puts satan and his cohort to flight you can put on worship music and listen to it if you listen 15 minutes 30 minutes you will notice a change when you are being oppressed by the enemy he will just fly away from you these are some of the things that we can do to fight our enemies our spiritual enemies the world the flesh and the, the enemy satan himself do not let a day go by without you opening the word of god that is so necessary in your life you don't want a day to go by without you reading the word of god the world we are in right now is going crazy by the day so my friends be on the watch the bible told us to be alert that our enemy the devil is roaring like a lion seeking whom he may devour i don't want you to be devourable and to in order not to be devourable you have to equip yourself with all these things that we talked about be on your guard and do not be deceived a lot of people are being deceived by the day do not be among them you are very precious to god jesus shed his blood for you do not allow the world to sweep you away with their currents all right so let me pray for you that god will help you to put these things into practice you can start from somewhere by just asking god for help father thank you for your word your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path we have heard your word we ask you to please help us sometimes we feel overwhelmed we ask you for the desire to want to be who you made us to be we ask you for the grace to do whatever we need to do to fight the world the flesh and the enemy give us the desire to be aware the grace to be aware of these things and guide us and help us as we journey in this life full of the devil and his cohorts we ask you of this in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Until I come your way next time. Shalom.